Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode seven of the Superpower Your Brand podcast. In this episode, I talked about what drives you. What's your passion and how does that passion help you with brand building? So have a listen and let me know what you think. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, and share with your friends on your favorite podcast platform. Tonight's topic, we are going to talk about what drives you. Like, what's your passion or basically what makes you get up in the morning? Is there anything that makes you get up in the morning? Maybe there isn't. And do you, if there's something that you say is your passion, do you really want it? So basically, there have been, I've been hearing a lot of talk in a lot of my business groups and a lot of, and just, you know, just doing my whole networking thing that I do, um, that I do. And a lot of people talk about, you know, what their passion is, what they want to do in their life, what they want to do in their career and things of that nature. But what I have come across, another thing I've come across is some people don't really know how to um, get there. And that's not really what the focus of the video, um, this video is. The video is really what is driving you to do the things that you do within your career and within your entrepreneurial journey. So one, I've come one thing I've noticed that there are two types of people when it comes to drive and they are either drive they're either passion driven or they are money driven and in my observation it seems like the people who are more passion driven are the ones who tend to be a little more successful now of course there are exceptions to that rule but it just seems that, that overall it just appears to be that way so it got me thinking, maybe there are people who don't even realize that they are one or the other. So basically, I'm just going to go over a couple of things that can tell what that can tell you whether you or not you are passion driven or money driven. And I'm going clearly off of examples of things that I have just observed within people over the years. So passion driven. Um, you love what you do. You do you love what you do so much that you do it for free, but don't or shouldn't. Um, does is does your passion trickle over into different parts of your life? Like, do you find yourself equating um, always going back to whatever your passion is, or do you base your decisions based on whatever your um, your passion is? Um, that, I'm just going to stop there with those three questions. So I don't know if you guys, you guys may or may not know, my passion is design, design, creative, making things look visually appealing. That is my passion, my, my, and helping brands achieve the same, like not the same, the, a visual story that they can sell to their clients and their customers. That is really what drives me. I love to see my clients do well. I love to do, see what they can, you know, do what I can to help them do well and so on and so forth, you know. And design, design trickles down into 
you know, other parts of my life. And I can't even explain it. I just find a way to, I just find a way to bring it up into like, you know, different conversations. I'm at restaurants analyzing the paper on the menu, like all of that. <laughs> like that's how much I love, you know, design or things that are like, you know, things that are visually appealing. You know, I feel like if you have a passion as strong as that, you are you are more likely to see it through, even through constant rejection. I'll give you an example. Um, there was a video I posted here a couple of weeks, maybe even months ago, about Vi the actress Viola Davis and how she had pursued her acting career for 12 years before getting her big break. Now, not saying that she didn't have any jobs in 12 years, but those jobs probably um, were very small, probably weren't making her much money and things of that nature, but she still decided to see it through. You know, I've, and I, I posed the question to you guys, you know, are you willing to chase your dream for 12, for that long, or would you give up? And I don't remember who answered, but it seemed, but also because I asked this in a bunch of other groups as well, and it seems like a lot of people said a lot of people did say that they probably would have given up by then. And I understand that things that get discouraged discouraging, but I'm here to tell you, like when it comes to passion, you definitely, definitely, definitely want to see it through. It gets hard. It gets discouraging. It gets depressing. It gets straight up sad. <laughs> you know, but at the same time, you have to be laser focused and decide that you are going to succeed at this and you are going to make this work and you are going to make money from it. And I didn't say a lot of money, but money, enough money to sustain your bills, enough money to, you know, live a life that, you know, live a fairly comfortable life. You have to claim those things. You have to keep going, you know, and until you see it through. Now, a reason why a lot of people may or may not see their passions through could be a number of things, but I'm going to touch on just a, um, just a few. The constant rejection. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one, only because the constant rejection does take a toll on a person mentally. And I should know, I've done all of that. But at the same time, I kept pursuing until I said, I'm going to make this work. I've been self-employed for five years, you know, and it has been hard, <laughs> really, really hard to the point where, you know, going, but sometimes go. I have to go back to work just, uh, for temporarily just to keep the bills paid and all of that. But that, you know, same thing. I said, as soon as this, soon as this takes off, I'm out, you know, and then I make the, I make the decision to not get myself in the same in the same predicament that I am, that I once was. And I've been fairly successful at that. It's not that I get myself in the same predicament. I get myself in a different predic predicament. <laughs> so I am 
not afraid to say that my even my own entrepreneurial journey has has been extremely up and down. So, but at the same time, you know, this is happening. This is and there is I I can't accept anything else other than this is happening. Um, but one of one of the reasons I've realized that one of the reasons why is brings me to my next point. A lot of people are, you know, they have their passions, they have their dreams, they have their they have their career goals, but they realize that their goals are not actually goals. Their goals have their, your their goals are actually dreams. And I'll tell you the difference. A dream has a a dream, a goal has a timeline. By the end of 2019, I will make $100,000. That's a goal. I am going to do X, Y, and Z to get myself to that goal. That is a strategy to get to to achieve your goal. If somebody, if you just say, I'm going to make $100,000, okay, when, how, what are you going to do, what action are you going to take, how are you going to go about doing this, that's a dream, it's not a goal. So that is one of the reasons, that is one of the things our passion-driven people um, seem to lack, they lack that strategy, uh, it seems, they, I, I noticed that they seem to lack, we seem to lack that strategy. You know, the steps that we need to take, the things that we need to do, the plans that we need to set in motion in order to achieve those things that you are dreaming about. So what I invite you all to do is write down your dreams and then think about how to turn them into goals, saying that by this time, I'm going to give myself this deadline and I am going to do this and I am go and these are the steps that I am going to take in order to achieve this. Okay? So I want I would love for you guys to start doing that type of shift if you are starting if you realize that your dream is, that your goal is actually a dream. We need to turn it into a goal. We need to turn it into a goal. Another thing, another big driver of people um money driven money driven people have no real attachment to what they do they just kind of do it then this like i said again this is just my observation um they run the possibility of not being fulfilled uh, not being truly fulfilled in life meaning like you know they have this money but they're not all that happy um they tend to lose interest and what they're doing fairly quickly, especially if it doesn't make money fast enough. Now, if you, that is fine, and that is how, if I am not saying that this way is wrong, but I feel, um, I feel like if you are, I feel like, I'll put it this way, unless you're a master salesperson, a master marketer, and you have the ability to build up businesses quickly, and then possibly sell them off for profit, and then go move on to the next, then cool you could do that all you could do that all day sir or or ma'am and be totally happy i'm totally happy doing that but in all honesty i feel like a passion a passion driven person would want to leave a little bit more of a legacy for you know their family their children their name in general Instead of you know building businesses quickly and then and then you know tossing them to the wayside when they either get tired of it or they don't make or doesn't make money for them anymore. So one thing 
I mean, there are, like I so there are pros of being money driven. What I just said is the rest. Um, what I just said is an example. How, although, you know, building up businesses and scaling businesses just might be that person's passion. You know, they could, they could be, it could be a peer that they're money driven, but they're actually not. It's just that they're, it's just that their passion just kind of heavily involves money. So that's why, that's why there's a disconnect. See what I did there? It's still technically a passion. And <laughs> um, another, um, another example of things that are seemingly money driven. A lot of people feel like investors, um, you know, investors are only not out to make money. That is true for, I can't even say the most part, that is true that investors definitely want to make money. However, a lot of investors want to invest in companies that they can get behind. Those are pretty much the differences between being money-driven and being passion-driven. And if you want my opinion, you know, being passion-driven will set you up for the long run in terms of your career goals and your business goals. And which brings me to my next, the second part of my question that was posed in this video. Do you really want this when, but I also, but I also see a lot of people who are frustrated with what they are doing and, you know, not really going in, like our business is not going the way they want they thought it would go or they hoped they would go. Their career is not going anywhere they hoped it would go. And that is a part of business. But, and when I ask why or when someone else, or when someone else asks why, um, there are people who either don't want to talk about it. And that kind of confuses me because if you didn't want to talk about it, then why did you post it on a public forum? You know, I know it's your page, but it's a public forum. It's the internet. The, um, there's, again, another thing I've come across is when I try to talk to people and try to reach out, see what's going on, see if there's anything I can help. Because like I said, that's one of my passions is helping people get to their career goals. And they, um, you know, they have a ton of excuses on why it does, uh, why it's not working. And, um, it's a bunch of excuses that I've heard before. It's a bunch of excuses that I've said myself before I had to get, before I got out of my head and decided to, that I was going to change and get and do something about how my business is going. Um, and these are just a couple of the examples, you know, not willing to invest. And when I say invest, I mean invest time, invest money, invest whatever they need to whatever invest whatever they need to invest in in order to get what they like you know what they need done the you know not willing to not willing to take action there are a couple of people i know who are in tons of business groups and a top, and a couple of people who constantly inbox me about you know advice advice on how i got to where i am right now and you know, I offer them the information. A lot of the information is in this group. I invite them to this group to say, and I say, hey, go listen to this video. I did a great, I was like that. I was like, I did 
I was like, I answered your question in this video right here. I think you would get a lot of information about it. And, you know, those people never join. They, um, but they still, but they want to pick, but they constantly want to pick my brain <laughs> about the, um, uh, you know, about what I'm doing or how I got to, or how I got to the point that I got to in my business. And, you know, if I could share information all day, I could, but at the same time, the reason why I do these videos is so that you could have the information right here, right, as like right here in front of you when you need it, you know, or I purchase these types of, not not necessarily trainings, but I purchase these types of, uh, you know, these types of videos, insights from other, other entrepreneurs that's done what, that's already done what you've done and all of that. I have bought those and listening to those helped me get to where I want to be and are continuing to help me get to where I want to be because I am no I'm still even though I'm better than where I was before still nowhere where I want to be and so what I did I made the sacrifice to invest into the in the tools that I needed to get myself and my business to the next level so that's another that's the second thing people who are full of information but don't do anything with that information you know people who do not people who say constantly say they want help but don't get help you know some people say people i always hear people say people don't support my business people don't support my youtube channel people don't support this people don't support that P support does not necessarily mean when it comes I'll, I'll segment this First, let's talk about business. Say you sell a product. Support does not necessarily mean that you sell, um, that you're selling, um, that I need to buy one of your products because I don't need to buy one of your products in order to support you. Um, because one thing, I am not really that much of a consumer. I really only buy things that I need um, most of the time. And when I need it, I seek it out. So I am not a lot of people, I personally am not a lot of people's target market. But at the same time, I know people who might, who could use something that you're, that you're looking for. So you just, you should just keep me in your roster and my, and every, and then maybe eventually I will share what you let, uh, what you were offering with someone in my network. They're like, oh, I know such and such who's selling who's sell, who's selling this. I was like, I'll give you their information. That is a form of support, you know. Sharing people always share people always share things, but again, sharing does not really mean anything if that person's network is not your target market. You have to do a little bit more than share. You have to be a little more strategic than that, than just telling people to share um to. Um, to share with you the um, when it comes to which and speaking of sharing I'm going to bring up the other thing with the YouTube um, with about YouTube channels I know a lot of people in here in this particular group have YouTube channels a lot of people in here are actors models you know models artists artists musicians and things of the like and some of you are doing better than other and are doing better than others. The ones who are not doing so well are the ones who feel like they're not doing so well. I should rephrase that. Um, you know, are the ones I see who are getting a little discouraged and getting a little, um, getting a little, I'll keep the word discouraged, that they are, 
that they are going to that no one is supporting their channel or they're not getting as many views as they as they would hope and they would like YouTube is tricky I'll just lead with that YouTube is tricky and I think we get caught up in the fact that you know a person might have gone viral over one video when it was a complete fluke but I will tell you that most people on YouTube who make a living off of YouTube, and I'm not talking about the top 10, top 20 highest paid YouTube chat, YouTube, um, um, YouTube channels who are all making like six high six and seven figures a year. I am talking about the average YouTuber that's probably making anywhere between 30 and 80,000 a year. Talking about those people, those YouTubers put in the work. Those YouTubers are consistently posting. Those YouTubers have treat their YouTube channel like a job. And, um, and if you really want to make your channel work, you are also going to have to treat it like a job and do things that you probably don't want to do. Just like when we had jobs, when we had nine to fives and not, and, and not every aspect of that job was fun or maybe no aspect of that job was fun. <laughs> but Let's think about a job that you like. But I was like, there if they even with a job you like, there might be parts of the job that you dislike a little, um, dis uh, dislike a little more. You know, they if you don't so if but if you don't really know how to go about doing these things, you know, getting more views on your YouTube, getting more things on, you know, getting more you know sales in your sales on your store, getting more clients for your business, seek help. Yeah. Why, why stand for, why accept that you're just not doing well? Why not get the help to ensure that you will do well? But not ensure, but because nothing is, nothing is a sure thing, but increase your chances of doing well. And yes, that does mean sacrificing some time that you may not have put in in the first place. And that does sometimes mean sacrificing some money that you may not have. And I'm not talking about if you it's your, it's your last dollar, you should probably invest in this. I'm talking about you probably can get the money from somewhere and to help you get yourself to the next level and you're just not willing to do that. I'm gonna run down a list of things that I've done to get working capital for my business. I have taken jobs that I did not want. I have taken, you know, low paying jobs, things like, you know, jobs in retail that, you know, paying eight, nine, 10 bucks an hour, you know, just to keep the bills paid while I pursue my career. And yes, it is tiring and it's annoying and it's I feel like it's not a good use of my time but you know what I still need to keep my lights on and I still need to keep fed and I still need to keep clothes on my back while I'm doing this business so I'm doing it um there are I have purchased things not purchased things I have sourced free things I don't know if you noticed but in Craigslist there's a free tab people in your neighborhood just giving things away for free I have purchase I have sourced free items on Craigslist and then sold them on eBay. 
I have purchased very cheap items from Walmart or Target, like, you know, things that were like a dollar or two dollars or three dollars, and then sold them for three up to three, four, five, six times the profit or whatever the retail, whatever the retail price was, I would drop the price slightly lower, sell it on Amazon. I have worked with my father, who's a contractor, and, you know, knee deep in for extra money, knee deep in debris, like all that drywall and all the other crap. I was like, I've worked with him, you know, to get extra to on different jobs to get extra money. And I have scraped and I, I have scrapped and I have fought and I've crawled and I have done everything in my power to get to where I am right now. And like I said, still not where I want to be. Now, what I'm doing now is investing in education. Things have changed. You know, the way that I did business in 20, in 2007 is way different from the way that I did business, did business in 2013. And it's way different than, and it's way different than what's happening now. So I have to constantly re-educate myself and reinvest in myself and sharpen my skills and maybe gain some new skills in order to keep my business going. And I just said those things to just give you a couple of examples of you got to think outside the box. Who thinks about who thinks about getting stuff off of, you know, getting free stuff off of Craigslist and then reselling them? I didn't have that idea. As a matter of fact, my best friend, who is also an entrepreneur, gave me that idea. And I've been running with it ever since. Do I want to do that? No, I do not <laughs> want to do that. But I did at, for, um, for a little bit of time in order to get some extra money for my business. You know, um, right now I've taken on a contract position. Um, I've taken on a contract position that requires me to be on site. And if you guys know me, I do not like working for on site for anyone. But what I'm doing right now in order to get to the next level of my business. And that's what, you know, it is what it is. This is how these are the steps that are, these are the steps that I need to take in order for me to get to where I need to be. So my question to you is, what drives you? Do you really want this? And if you do really want this and you don't know how to go about getting this, how are we going to change that? How are we going to fix it? What are you going to do to make sure that you're on the road to living your best life? If you do not know what that if you do not know what that looks like, I'd love to talk to you about it. Let's I'm my inbox is always open. If I will tell I will warn you, if there's already a video about your question, I am going to point you to it, but I'll also answer a couple of your I'll also answer a couple of your questions in the interim. Um as well when we you know, as long as as long as for as much, uh, blah, 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 blah. sorry, I will answer your questions, you know, as much as I am able to, you know, if there is anything in regards to business development, that is my thing. Anything in regards to anything in regards to, you know, marketing yourself, promoting yourself, there's, that is, that is pretty much my thing. I would love to see you guys more engaged. I would love to see you guys helping each other more. I would love to see us be more of a tribe, helping helping each other, 
get to where we want to be in life. So with that, with that being said, I am going to sign off. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Superpower Your Brand podcast. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, and share with your friends on your favorite podcast platform. If you want to be a part of the conversation, join our Facebook community, Power Brands and Messy Hands, Find Your Brand Superpower. Ready to really superpower your brand? Get more information at www.powerbrandcourses.com.